Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out The Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for dungeon masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Find The Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. Oh, hi. Good morning. Good evening. How are you guys doing? You doing okay? Good. I'm glad. I'm so glad to hear it. We're back with another episode with another guest. I hope you're excited. We have Zach Teague of House Party. Um, If you're in New York City, you should definitely go to that show. And before I forget, Zach and Drew are actually doing a smaller show at Union Hall called Popper's Cauldron on October 29th at 10 p.m. at Union Hall. It's going to be a fucking blast. Um, If you've never seen them perform, you gotta. They're great. I love it. Uh, and you're going to love it. Um, you can also follow Zach at Zach Teague, Z-A-C-H-T-E-A-G-U-E um, on the Instagrams. And then House Party Show, H-A-U-S. Zach is so much fun to talk to. So easy to talk to. We talk pandemic relationships. We talk a little bit about the pandemic and like our identity through it. Or like our re finding i wouldn't say redefinition but like refinding we talk a little bit of drugs talk a little bit about um pop tarts and how much froyo sucks um i had some recently and i was like right froyo's not good because it's because i'm always expecting ice cream and it's not ice cream <laughs> i'm just gonna stop fucking talking enjoy please remember to rate like subscribe share follow awkward sex and city on all the socials have a good time I'll see you on the other side. So I did, what was it? It was last week. I was walking home and I went by Art Cafe and I was like, I know that person singing right now with great choreography. <laughs> was that a new song for you and Drew? It's like kind of new. We, we wrote it last December and like made a music video. But we do have a new, we have a show on Friday and we do have a new song. Oh, is that Savannah's show, Ghost Town? No, it's, we are doing Ghost Town, but ours is on Friday, the, ne- the next day at 10 p.m. I fucking love that. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. yeah. Exciting stuff. Um, I saw that you had posted, uh, I think it was like someone wrote a comment about your like latest music video and it was just like, Jesus Christ, like, how do you deal with like shitty comments like that? I know. Sorry that I'm bringing it up. <laughs> no, I'm I'm glad you did. I mean, I was. I mean, a I took a Ritalin and uh, somehow ended up on the comments of one of our videos, which like went like got, like went pretty viral on TikTok. But I never looked at the comments, and some of the comments were just like, I mean, we say like gays were invented by the Democrats. It's a fact. We're a mirage and. People were just like either like angry that we were gay or like angry that we weren't gay enough. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. One was like too gay. And I was like, first off, how is someone too gay? And then I was like, not gay enough. And I was like, how can you not be gay? Like, no, you can't. Right. I, I just, it blew my mind. I like, I can't even imagine. I know. It's just, you know, everyone's gatekeeping and 
I think it was just wild because Drew and I like aren't deep comedian comedians. We're not trying to like make a statement. I think what's really interesting is that people are mad about what we're saying, but I think like maybe the social commentary is how people react to it uh, of us mm-hmm. literally just us being two gays talking about nothing. It it still upsets people because we're only ever speaking from experience like someone else was getting mad because we were like joking around about ketamine in one of our videos it's like if you're gonna joke about ketamine you need to be bringing awareness to it and i'm like well that's not what we're doing here like we're just like joking around about us being stupid yeah like you're allowed to talk about a party dog that is now also being used for like depression like you're why are people like not allowed to talk about that it'd be but you said it perfectly it's like this weird gatekeeping of like you have to do this a certain way and if not then like fuck you you're a terrible piece of shit right it's like the vibe that i got from these comments yeah and i think like as long as you're not being problematic i think you just have to like be okay with you're gonna have like you're always gonna have haters but like there are people who will love what you're doing and will be coming back to see like what you're gonna post next or like put out next and like that's all that really matters right (laughs) absolutely oh absolutely and you both like every music video that i've seen is just like gorgeous and hilarious like i love watching it it has to me it's like flight of the concords but way gayer oh love that i haven't thought about that okay and i love it i'm gonna steal that please do okay it's like more bright colors i love it which reminds me bright colors just reminds me after this i need to tell you about this um beanie company that i get beanies from that you can like put specific things on the beanie so i have a green one like yours that says pizza slut oh fun yeah i'm gonna i'll message you afterwards but you can put like you could put house party on it like it'd be perfect and it's all these bright colors amazing and they're brooklyn based too like they're like a brooklyn based company i think i would get one and i wanted to say hog girl (laughs) (laughs) i love (laughs) yes yes please hog mistress hog hog queen or something (laughs) do people always think you and drew are an item thousand Oh my god, a thousand percent. Really? Yes. People always think that we're dating. I don't know why. I don't think the chemistry is there. I don't I don't know. I don't know why. I think people just assume that like two it's kind of like when like you meet like a semi problematic straight girl and they're like, Oh my god, you have to m- meet my gay friend. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> people just assume that we're dating all the time. <laughs> i was gonna say like would you ever like date him you're like no the chemistry is not there no it's not i mean like we've made out before but who has but who yeah who hasn't who hasn't (laughs) been like super fucked up and like oh i should be careful i don't want people to get mad that i'm talking about drugs (laughs) um no but like you know you make out with your friends i've made out with my girlfriends too yeah just it's a thing it happens yeah we're not dating but you are but you are dating someone yeah yeah or did I make that up? Yeah, we've been dating for like a year and a half. He's the best. Oh, sure. Yeah, a long time. So you met in COVID then? Year and a half? Yeah, we met on Hinge in COVID, like day three of lockdown. Matt. Oh, shit. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> With quotations. So you met, met virtually, and then when did you meet for the first time? Because that was a very weird time when people were like, are we allowed to leave? Like, are we allowed to meet strangers? Well... We, so he was in Rhode Island. I was in New York. Mm -hmm. I'm from Texas. So I was like, I'm not going to get on a plane to go home. I'll just suffer. So we were on Hinge talking for like a couple days. And then we had like our first date. We had like a martini date on FaceTime. And then we like chatted every day for like probably six or seven weeks. 
And then like late April, he was like, I'm just going to come back because I want to meet you, which we met in person, which you weren't supposed to be doing, but we did it anyway. And then, yeah, we pretty much like he got back and like, like the next day we were like, we're boyfriends. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. And that's hard too, because it can be like really easy to have great chemistry via text and then face to face. It's like, oh, there's nothing here. I know. Well, we were panicking before we met each other. We we're like, okay, we're in a pandemic and like we're risking seeing each other. And like, also I don't, it's just like, it was just not okay to do that. So yeah, we were like really nervous. And then we saw each other and we were like touching each other's faces. Like <laughs> you're real. <laughs> this is what you look like as if you were blind. I literally like reading Braille. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry though. I had, um, I guess like last year, 2020, early 2020, that was like, please, can you please edit out that we met in person? I don't want any hate for that. And it was just because like, we didn't know. Literally. And even I was like a little judgy. I was like, oh, you kissed a stranger in April. Um, and now like now we know much more. But um, I was definitely that bitch uh, for sure. <laughs> that bitch. I mean, I would have been that bitch too. But like, you know, I was also, yeah, I don't know. I just, di I did not tell anyone. For a while and then obviously people are like of course you met up like you're fucking you're dating <laughs> like <laughs> you're dating like what and everyone was like who is this <laughs> like you just like have a boyfriend now <laughs> like like where'd he come from oh my god i love that where in texas are you from um san antonio okay i went last week for the first time ever not san antonio austin i had a wedding a friend's wedding there wedding so many weddings right Girl, it's like back to back it doesn't i just finished my tour like <laughs> i just my contract ended that's what it fucking feels like it's like weekend after weekend and you're just like oh man here we go yeah. start eating like coke for them to like stay awake literally past nine yeah just a bump just a little just a just a just a just a little bit of the devil's dust <laughs> the devil's dandruff <laughs> wait where are you from so i'm from virginia i always make it weird my dad was in the military so we moved around a lot yeah. but i always just say like virginia like that's where we like settled cadet kelly <laughs> is that where she was in virginia i don't know but she was like a little army brat so cadet kelly vibes disney plus during quarantine was like clutch it was like i need to feel like a child again i need to feel like someone is just like soothing me it's so good a lot of princess diaries like for sure a lot of um Oh my God, Lizzie McGuire, Lizzie McGuire had to watch. So good. I'm like a big. I'm a. I'm a Marvel gay. Um, Marvel, Marvel by. Marvel by. Marvel by. <laughs> Marvel by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So we love. You love Marvel. We love. Oh it, yeah. I mean, do I know the comics? Absolutely not. Do I love the movies? Fuck yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay, I'm not like big into the the comics. I will like look up like as I'm watching the movie, like the you know like the Marvel wiki. I like look up someone's backstory. But like, yeah, no, no comics, but I love Marvel. Oh, yeah. I thought, and it was just like all there on Disney+. Yeah, Plus. and it's all there. And you watch it in order and like every movie, like there's like so many movies, but all of them like are related in such like, mm -hmm. I think, a complex way. I think it's fascinating. A lot of people wouldn't think that, but I think, I think it's fucking amazing. Oh, no, I agree. I 100% agree. I'm very excited now that, um... We had, like, the ultimate movie. I'm now interested to see, like, these new characters. Like, I fucking loved...
Oh my god, what's the one with Aquafina? Oh, uh, Shang Chi. Yes, like it was so good. So, so good. And I felt like they weren't like promoting it at all. And I was like, no, this is gonna be like a sleeper hit. This shit's good. I know. I I wanted to go so badly, and like for weeks, I was like, Michael, my boyfriend, please come with me. He was like, no, 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 Marvel, stop it. I got him to go and he was like, this is, this is fucking awesome. Oh my God. Oh, so we've got like conflicting movie. Yeah. That can be hard when you're dating in pandemic. Yeah. He gives in more than I do. Like when I want to watch a movie, I want to see things blow up. I want to see a, like a strong female lead badass. And he wants to see like a corset. (laughs) He likes a period. (laughs) He's like, if they're in corsets, if a girl is like writing her book and laying out all the pages on the floor like I'm in (laughs) like like he wants to watch that he just wants to watch like little women on repeat spoiler Beth dies yeah spoiler Beth's a bitch (laughs) no Beth dies I'm sorry I'm sorry Beth yeah but we both have a I think what we watch we can watch together a lot is the Titanic because it has the corset with with the action with the strong female lead with Billy Zane, can't go Come wrong. On. Is anybody alive out there? I was watching a movie, uh, a horror movie, like '80s, and he was in it, like a young Billy Zane, and it was like, fuck. I have to, I have to remember what this is later, because I feel like you would like it, because I think it also had, I think it was one of the either one of the Freddies or one of the. Um, let me see if I can Google it. Is it crit? Is it critters? Oh, I think it was critters. When you got critters, you need all the help you can get. And if that isn't true, I don't know what is. I think I think that was it. Critters. I've never heard of critters. Because I mean, it's like one of those shitty eighty movies where you're like, it's almost campy, right? Oh, he's in a lot. Zombie killers. Wait, is this all him? Wait, he's he's like really hot to me. Oh, he's very. Yo, oh yeah. Peak Titanic for me is like peak Billy Zane. Like, cause I love uh, a 19th. I just got back from World War II vibe. He's got like that hair quaff. Oh yeah. He's so hot in Zoolander too. <laughs> yes. I could also see House Party making like, like if you guys ever did like an out, al- like a visual album, it would be like a Zoolander-esque. You girl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Drew and I just were talking about this yesterday. We were like, we want to make a visual album. So badly. I love that. Like, and I think Zoolander would be a good a good vibe, a good place to start. Right, because it'd be like a little campy, but it'd be like campy but fashion. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so great. I love that. Just sponsored by L Train. <laughs> <laughs> As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. 
Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. So with, not to go back to Michael, but with Michael, going from like seven weeks of not seeing each other face to face then like reading Braille, did you just like immediately just like fuck? Or did you guys like wait? Was there like a waiting period? Was there like a negative test? Michael, COVID test for- Michael did we fuck immediately? My boyfriend's right here. Oh, yay. <laughs> did, we, did we fuck the second we met each other? Yeah, it took about 20 minutes. Yeah, it took about 20 minutes, he said. <laughs> See, my memory is better than his, but like he has a horrible, horrible memory. But Mm -hmm. with when it comes to sex, (laughs) he remembers literally everything. He's like a lot more sexually driven than I am. And I will be like, when's the last time we had sex? And he'll be like, "Um, it's been um, five, five days four hours, th- 30 minutes. To, I'm like, okay, all right, we can fuck right now. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I don't know about you guys, but in COVID, like, I have a pretty high lib- libido, but in COVID, it was just, like, gone. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, I can't imagine doing anything. Like, not even, like, masturbating. I was like, none of this makes sense anymore. I want none of this. I don't know if you had the same situation. I have a really, like, inconsistent libido like when i'm horny Mm. i'm horny and i want it to happen but i forget about sex a lot i don't know why that is like my boyfriend Mm -hmm. and i had to like really navigate that in the beginning because like in the beginning we were fucking every day like once twice a day but like that's like the excitement about learning about each other's bodies and then like comes the next stage where like you like are getting to know each other like on an emotional deep level and i'm like more of like a I like the chase, not the chase, but I like the flirting before the sex and I don't need to like fuck every day. And when we stopped like fucking as much, it was like, is there something wrong with us? 
I don't know where that's going, but it's just mm-hmm. to wrap up that like he's more sexual than I am. <laughs> no, I think that's a really good thing to talk about too, just because a lot of times couples have different libidos and it can be very hard to navigate, uh, especially if you're not openly communicating about it. And I had, um, I'm very sensitive about it because I had a partner that almost like used sex against me. Um, he had a lower libido. And so if he was like mad at me, almost like um, dangle it in front of me like a carrot. And then all of a sudden I would be like, it's been like three weeks. It's been like four weeks since we've had sex or something. And then he'd make me feel bad about it and be like, I can't believe you always just want to have sex. And it's like, I would like to be with you like physically as well. Yeah. You're like, we should at least be fucking once a week, like four weeks. Like that's a long time. Oh yeah. It was a major red flag. Um, Yeah. That's, that's a red flag. No longer together. And now like in retrospect, there was just definitely just like toxic vibes on like both sides of just miscommunication and not talking about it but like that's how i feel like it's a good example of how bad it can go whereas like you and michael are talking about it and like working through it that way which is just a much healthier way to be in a relationship when you're learning about each other both like physically and emotionally like you were saying yeah it's really weird like when you it's like i've had plenty of boyfriends but like whenever there's we would get mad at each other there would be like fights like we would be like mean to each other saying nasty things and like michael and i like we get annoyed with each other and get mad but we don't fight we talk to each other and like because neither of us ever want to hurt each other which is like so interesting we're never thinking about like i like need to like win in this i need to win because like then nobody wins you know exactly it's really interesting I know. Isn't it? So it's like, to me, like the epitome of growth when all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to win. Mm -hmm. Like That's what it is. Like arguments aren't about winning, but every other argument I had been in with like a a romantic partner was to win Yeah. or like to be seen. And like you said, we're the same. Like we won't yell and we won't argue. I'll get really mad and like walk away and need like five minutes and be like, okay, here, I'm ready to talk. Because I don't know about Michael, but like my fiance, Aaron, he just is really, really good with words. And so when I'm angry, I'm just like, "Mm, mm, mm," things like I can't get it out. So I have to like walk away and then come back. And then I'm like, here we go. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I need you to hear, et cetera, et cetera. You need to gather your thoughts. Mm -hmm, That's, mm -hmm. That's me too. I usually have to like, we'll go to bed and the conversation won't be finished because like, I don't know what. I want to say, and I know I have to be ca- very careful with my words because I can be like a piercing person. So I always have to wake up the next day and be like, this is what I think mm-hmm. a lot of the times because I shut down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to sometimes, especially like yeah. when that's kind of maybe what was like mirrored for you in the past, like to, to relearn that, not relearn, learn just more healthy tools with communicating. I'm a big fan of therapy. Therapy is amazing. Yeah. One time, like, we hadn't fought in, like, six months, and I was like, isn't this a bad thing? And she was like, I don't know. It sounds like you guys just fucking communicate well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I always thought about that, too, because, like, Michael and I have never really been in, like, I think we've yelled at each other, like, a couple times, but we've never had, like, screaming matches. And I'm like, is that supposed to happen? Like, no, I don't. I think you're fine. I think that just comes from like boomers being like, it's relationships are really hard and you're going to fight a lot. But it's coming from like a generation that was not taught how to communicate. Yeah. And now we're learning to communicate in a much like healthier way. And it's like, oh, you don't have to be in screaming matches to like get your point across. 
I think to me, it sounds very healthy. I think it's a pretty healthy relationship. It is. It's really nice. Uh, (laughs) Is he just in the background? Like, yeah, he's sitting there. He's just sitting there. He also has um, a vape that I want a little bit of. He won't pass it over. (laughs) Oh no. Pass the vape. (laughs) Pass that vape. Wait, can can I vape? Can I vape on air? Oh my God. Of course. (laughs) Jewel. Is that a jewel? Because there's like multiple ones now, right? It's a uh, Miley. Sponsored by Miley Cyrus. But sponsored by Miley Cyrus. You know who actually, well, it's it's both Michael and Carolina Teresa who introduced me to the disposable vape. <laughs> we were on the road um, last month, her and Melissa, who just, again, amazing comedians and people. Shout out. And Carolina had this like really cool crop top that had like puffy sleeves and she couldn't find her Miley. And it turned out it was in her like actual sleeve. Yeah, oh my god! She like really? put it here and it like gone into it. But she was like, I can't find it. And I was like, Oh no! Like I know that's like that's like that's so hard. But it was like, Where is this? Like you you just had it in the car. She's the best. We should do like a four person episode with like me, you, Carolina, Melissa, Marie. Oh my god, I love that. Just a pitch. Just a pitch. <laughs> I would love that. Marie scares the shit out of me. I love her so much. I'm obsessed. And anytime like she does my show, she'll like hang out afterwards. And I'm like, I'm like, why are you still here? Like you're like famous. She's the funniest person I've ever met in my life. In my life. Mm-hmm. There's no there's really no one like her. She doesn't write jokes. Like she just gets on stage and like cr- makes fucking magic. It's like uh, uh, anyway. The show oh is sponsored God. by Marie. cut to to commercial if you uh she just got a gig right i feel like i saw on instagram because i definitely saw her on instagram and i was like fuck yeah yeah she always be working she always she she pays the rent she's so cool i just all of them are so great sydney like just watching her get to like um fucking tour with chelsea handler is like fuck yeah i know it's insane i'm like we're all in a like we all lost jobs in the pandemic and then there are people that are just like no more jobs <laughs> <laughs> more thriving I, I, know, I know how how was it for you in the pandemic like i immediately like went on unemployment and honestly it was like the best thing in the world for me well like mentally and physically that's yeah same girl like did you have a day job before i did I worked at Trader Joe's oh. when like shit would hit the fan and i was like i cannot i cannot do this anymore that's so interesting because I think we were all like, I mean, this, I mean, we've pro- all probably talked about this ad nauseum, but like we were all just in really shitty situations. And then it took a shitty situation to get us out and like kind of like recreate our life. But mm-hmm. I was working at Lululemon for four and a half years. Oh, fuck. That had to be really hard. Girl. I can't imagine the customers. Girl, I still have trauma. Like I can't walk into, like if I'm shopping at a store, I find myself folding and like fixing i'm not kidding like i'll take like michael like we'll go shopping and he'll like look at something take it off the hanger and put it back and i'm like that's you have to fix it like i'm always scared someone's gonna come out and like yeah oh my god uh or not yell like try to develop me oh yeah i used to work at urban outfitters that's one of my first jobs and oh my god wild I'm the a, development the development i'm like girl we work we we work at a clothing store and you're trying to develop me like i i mean we could have a whole like two-hour podcast about my lemon <laughs> days but like i quit in like december 2019 and i was like okay like the comedy's going well i can be freelance cut three months later and i'm like okay i'm never doing that again like i'm just gonna have a like a good i got a good day job and i'm like until i absolutely don't need a day job anymore like 
I'm just going to do like just, you know, work during the day and do comedy at night. Yeah. 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 I know. I totally get that. Yeah. I remember we, um, you guys were about to like start touring like on East coast. I remember that. Yeah. We were chatting about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. I was so excited for you guys. Um, yeah. Like awkward sex had like hit, hit like its stride. We had like over 500 people at like one of the last shows before COVID hit. And it was just like, at first it was like watching all your work crumble and you're like, what was this for? But then it was just like, for me personally, it was like very nice to be like, even after all this shit and kind of almost having to restart, it was like, oh, I still do want to perform. Like, I still like it. Yeah. I was getting to reconnect with myself and not having like all these jobs be as what I thought was my identity was cool. Yeah. Like, I thought like that's how everyone saw me. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was freeing. That's so interesting. I feel the same way. Like, being like, as you know, being a comedian, it's like you measure your success and like, how many shows you have you're just supposed to say yes to everything and mm-hmm. like know that like okay this person's asking me to do it to do a show there's probably gonna be five people there but i need to do it and show up because like like i'm a comedian like i need to be practicing and now i'm like okay i don't really like doing stand-up i just like performing with drew and making fun shows and like creating fun shit and like you don't have to be doing stand-up to be a fucking comedian you know what i mean oh yeah that's the hardest thing at first is like realizing like you get to do whatever the fuck you want to do on stage and like you and drew like make these amazing like songs and like they're choreographed like gorgeously like if you're listening you have to go to like either the instagrams or like you guys have a website too right with like the all the clips yeah www.housepartyshow.com (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah and it's fucking great and then house party itself is like a fucking like house party it's so cool and like that's why i think it got so popular like because it was just something so new yeah and so inventive and just yeah just being like authentic, like learning how to be authentic on stage but I, I feel like it's like the hardest thing in the world and then to like also learn how to be authentic with yourself like in your friendships and then in your relationships like that is when you've hit like peak growth and like peak not happiness, but just like content of like, I'm really glad I'm at like at this spot. Right. And like learning how to like, I think like a big thing too that Drew and I have learned was like, okay, House Party is a big show in the, like the comedy community in New York. And like, we started to measure our, like identify like we are House Party. Mm-hmm after a while we were like wait no we don't just want to be doing like a variety show like so that's why we're like okay let's focus on because we used to be like house party is about having the best lineup and i'm like wait drew and i are good performers like we should be making our own stuff now that people know what the show is like make more the show more of us you know what i mean like challenge ourselves a little bit more and like that's why we want to do this smaller show and like you know what i mean like you're not just one like you don't just do one thing oh absolutely it feels like sometimes i think it like for me i get nervous that i feel i think people think i'm like stepping back like i'm also i'm doing something similar where i'm doing i have the show at littlefield but i'm also going to start doing some smaller venues because i want it to be the show originally started as like this sexy show like it's like sexy and funny and i felt like it lost that so but then you're like, oh, but I'm not like selling out this like major venue, like say like Knitting Factory or Bell House. And you feel like, oh no, like that's all anyone's going to care about. Uh, but then you finally like learn like, no, this like this is what I want 
this to be like, I want it to be this. That's all that really matters. And it's like, and that's the other thing too. Like you might sell out a show every now and then, but like what matters is like, A, is the show good? And are people coming back? Maybe you didn't sell out the second one, but like, do you see the same people coming? Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's huge. You know what I mean? Like if you have like people who came and are like, had no idea who you were, but loved it so much and are coming back the next time. Like that's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, it's, it's the weirdest thing in the world. Have you ever been like recognized like out? Literally yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. Somewhere. Isn't it like the weirdest feeling it in the world? So weird. He was like, Oh, I went to your show and I was like, Oh my God. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure? Like, are you <laughs> and did you go like uh, or did you just see me on like fbi's most wanted or something like I... <laughs> <laughs> as you're famously known for being on uh for your past time in texas yeah very yeah i'm a recree actor i do a lot of recrees <laughs> michael is not a performer right he, he no he's else? not it's the sexiest thing about him yeah he had never been to a comedy show before we met which is yeah which is both intimidating and like hot but he does fashion he like has this little side business called destroyed by daikel and he like does crazy like bleaching patterns and like rips up tanks and makes these cute like little like tanks and like draws tits on them like he's really cool that's so fucking cool i love that and it's true it's like the sexy i don't know about you but like i was only dating comedians before and so when like my fiance came and I was like, oh, oh, I don't have to like subconsciously like compete with you. You're not like mad at me for uh, yeah. doing well on a set like or on a show. Great. Amazing. Yeah. Love it. We Here can't be, I've never dated a comedian, but oh, no, oh, but worse. You were so lucky. I've dated a lot of musical theater boys. <laughs> How does that go? I've never dated musical theater, but I feel like it would be a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's, I mean, I went to a school for musical theater, so I can't be like shitting on anyone because like, that is me. I am them. But yeah, I mean, I don't really know how to describe it. It's, it's a lot. There's a lot of going to musical theater school. You have a lot of like emotional trauma and it just like comes up in a lot of nasty ways. I mean, like in musical theater school, you're like, have to take acting classes and like bring up past, you know, traumas to associate it with a monologue from fucking candide or something and you know they like want you to bring up like did your dad ever hurt you and then like start the monologue and then like you have to like bring up all this past trauma and then you like don't have the therapy session afterward you know what i mean like it's wild oh my god so i i took two acting classes in college and they did not make us bring up past traumas i i apologize i am so sorry it's it's all good i didn't do well at my school because I, um, our faculty, it was all about like sucking up to them and giving into that. And like, I could, I couldn't do that. I couldn't go there. So like, I, you know, I put walls up with a lot of them. So I didn't suffer too Mm -hmm. much, but we like, we had this one class called performance. You take it your sophomore year, head of our department. We had to write this thing called a, my story which is a true story of something that has happened to us. And then we would be assigned a song. And then before you sang the song, you had to s- sit on stage and read your my story out loud in front of everyone. I'm so nervous. So we're talking about 
people going up there and talking about their dad who's been, you know, arrested or like rape or like crazy shit. And then they have to go up and sing somewhere over the rainbow, like insane, like people being graded, like, Oh, you weren't crying enough. You weren't uh, connected. Your story didn't connect to the song enough. And I'm like, it's a fucking song. Just sing the song and like, it'll be good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I get the whole thing. Like, yeah, you, when you're seeing, when you're doing musical theater, you're, you're singing also an emotion. Like you're still a character singing an emotion, but that's so unfair to put ch- like children, like to put children through that. And like you said, to not have the therapy session afterwards. Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of times acting gets treated like therapy, like comedy gets treated like therapy. And it's like, no, 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 let's get a professional, you know, on the books for this because it's a way different experience. Right. Well, and that's the thing. A lot of actors, um, you know, musical theater people, like we think we're emotionally tapped in. Like we think we have like a high emotional intelligence because like we know how to like, convey an emotion on stage but that's not true like i think like we try uh, like we you know don't emote in real life that much i think and like we use like the time on stage to emote and it's just like it's just like kind of messy yeah messy is a really good way to put it like something's like off like it's like going to the wrong channels or something yeah not to be shitting on anyone i've been there but it's it's the truth it's just say the line (laughs) just say it's like yeah sit our stand on your mark say the line there was like someone some famous director was just like acting's just this this and this and it was like oh yeah okay okay yeah i don't know how we got there i don't know how we got (laughs) um oh a dating musical theater oh yes 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 but i dated a lot of musical theater actors no comedians yeah no comedians a dj here and there but no comedians yeah no no comedians yeah like a, a club promoter once but no comedians I haven't heard that. How was that? A club promoter? It was interesting. Um, like a little, like it was like three dates and it was, we never, well, I guess the dates were more um, me showing up to the club he was promoting at and kind of like standing around waiting for him to be able to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so, I'd be so awkward. I'd just be like, hey. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then like him just like bringing me alcohol and being like, you good, you good, you good. I'm so glad you're here. And then like, making out once and that's about it i've fucked a teacher oh i went on a date i've dated a teacher as well oh okay okay i think they're a little kinky on our first date we went to art bar not to be confused with art cafe and bar but we went Mm -hmm. outside um and said bye to each other and we started making out and then he grabbed my face and spit my mouth you are not the first person that has had someone tell me that that happened to them where the person just like grabbed the face and like spit into their mouth. Was it a gay person? <laughs> no, I think it was a. I think it was a. It happened to a girl, and the, it was a guy. I think it was like a straight couple situation. Oh my god! This is gonna drive me crazy because I have like heard that either in the podcast or well, everyone just tells me sex stories because like of awkward sex and city, which I love. I'm I love people telling me everything, but I have like heard that, and I was she was like it was like a power move, and I was like it was is that. A power move, or was that kind of like a little bit like a salty? Like I can't tell. Oh, it's over the line. But did I see him again? Yeah, because I, at a point, had no self respect. <laughs> like, and that's the journey. You know what I mean? Like, was I like, why did he do that? And then, well, 
the second he left, I texted him such a great time. Like, what? <laughs> Who does that? Oh, man. Did you ever watch Perks of Being a Wallflower or read I, it? Well, I've seen it, but I just don't. I, I only remember Emma's bad accent, and that's about it. There is a scene. Um, well, Paul Rudd plays the English teacher, the formative English teacher, which, like, I was obsessed with my English teacher. Like, to this day, like, still talk to him. But the the main character was like, you know, why do people uh, like allow people to treat them some ways? And the, Paul Red was like, people allow the love yeah. they think they deserve. And so when you're like, I had no self respect, but it's like that's so true. Like I definitely was like in a terrible relationship, and I had no self respect for myself yeah. at that point, and didn't know what yeah. I was worth or like what I needed. So you said that, and I was like, yes, that's so poignant. That's so on point. Well, it's easier to put your like energy toward trying to get someone to like you than trying to get to like yourself. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier, but like, that's what I learned from like my breakup before Michael, I was like single for two years after him. And I like, you spend so much time trying to get that person to like you and like, like, like you the way that you want to like yourself. And then they leave and you're like, Oh my God, I just realized I haven't done anything to make myself happy. You're like, no, never again. Not that you should be self-indulgent, but like... Yeah. No, but you have to. You have to put that hard boundary in yourself of like never again. And so then it's like, well, never again. So what does that mean? What does never again mean? And then it is being self-indulgent of like, well, let's, you know, try all the things that sex 16 handles and like relationship 16 handles to figure out like what I like. Like, oh, I want like this like peanut butter ice cream with like sprinkles and marshmallow and it's like that sounds weird but that's exactly what i fucking want yeah exactly and that's supposed to be a metaphor for relationships but also just i really like ice cream uh, and 16 handles oh girl you know what i had last night (laughs) oh my god please tell me you need to do this okay listen pop tart (laughs) put put strawberry pop tart put it in the toaster i was high put it in the toaster melt butter on top of the pop tart after it comes out of the toaster vanilla ice cream on top Oh my God. And like the cold, like it's like super warm in the middle, but the coldness from the ice cream makes the middle of like the pop tart almost like candied and gooey, like a little crunchy. Oh it is insane. It is so good. Oh my God. You have to do it. Fun and fun fact Kellogg's is getting sued for their strawberry pop tarts right now because there's more pear and apple than strawberry in them. But one, they're so good. They're so okay, good. I thought you were going to be like, there's rat poison. And I was like, back. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can still eat them. Um, definitely can still eat them. My favorite is the hot fudge sundae. My pops are to like, I don't need, I can't even have it bare, like look like breakfast. I need it to look like dessert. Yeah, yeah. But oh my God, I'm definitely doing that. That sounds amazing. It was so good. You have to run. Don't walk. Oh yeah, I will. Oh my god. There's always I'm such like a 12-year-old kid. I'm there's always ice cream in our fridge. Right now we have the little like mini mm-hmm. cones. So it's like a hundred calories a cone, and you're just like, Yeah, I can have four of these. This is great. Yeah, absolutely. Love, love ice cream, love chips, love it all. <laughs> love it all. I don't like Froyo though, because I always forget Froyo is not ice cream, it's yogurt. Fro- oh, frozen yogurt. Fuck frozen yogurt. Are you you're kidding right? me? Fuck it. I was like, I had- what's Froyo? Oh, I totally <laughs> forgot it exists. No. Next. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Next. This has been a great episode. This is great. It was so fun. It's sped by too. Yeah, right? It always does. I love oh, it. So fun. Oh my God. 
Thank you so much for coming. Um, I have to have you guys on the show too. And you um, separately, if you guys like to do separate stuff too, not to always put you and Drew together. No, put us together. Put us together. Put us together. Okay. Amazing. I prefer it that way. So your show is next Friday? Next Friday. Um, so where is that show? If people are like in the city to go? Oh, Union Hall, October 29th, 10 p.m. Carolina's on the show. So come through. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. You have a great weekend. Go. Don't get a little more high. Have a great night. For sure. Or day. Now it's like 1 p.m. Have fun at your wedding. Um, I hope you survive. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Isn't Zach the best? He's the fucking best. Remember to go see Popper's Cauldron with Zach and Drew at Union, at Union Hall on October 29th at 10 p.m. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great way to kick off the Halloween weekend in New York City, which is always a fun time. Um, I'm still going through my tour of doctor's appointments, getting all my shit checked out and figured out. So it's just your daily reminder to, if you can, because again, health insurance in America is uh, bullshit. But if you can go, if you've got symptoms for something, get it checked out. I'm so glad you guys are here. Remember to like and subscribe, uh, share, <laughs> review, and I'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye.